welcome to the channel. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> welcome to the Nothing Much Just Chillin' Show with your hosts Emma and Julio. Nothing Much Just Chillin' Show. Nothing Much Just a Chillin'. Welcome back to NMJC, nothing much, just chillin'. I'm Emma, and today we have a very, very special guest, Talia. Hi there. Please welcome <laughs> Talia to NMJC. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you on the podcast Thank today. We've been talking me. about it for a long time. Is your mic okay? Maybe I'll put it just like a little bit more towards you there. Sounds good. That's good? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I feel like we should start off by saying how we met. Yes, because that's a very exciting story. <laughs> and I, think. I actually told the story on the podcast oh, before when it first uh, happened. It's an iconic moment. <laughs> is, I, I think so. It is an iconic <laughs> moment. But we had gone. So, so Talia used to work at a dispensary. She, she worked neighborhood at dispensary. dispensary. Our neighborhood dispensary. <laughs> and we, I would see you there all the time when we yeah. came in. Like I've already like recognized you mm -hmm. when I would come in. And I was always like, oh, my God, this girl so dope like, she's <laughs> definitely like so cool she's so pretty like she's definitely a fucking model like oh, i don't know no. I, I yeah I, I just remember <laughs> like i would always um i would just always notice you and you were so nice too oh you were the nicest <laughs> every time you came in with julio i'd be like these are the coolest like most trendiest people i've ever seen that are definitely artistic and every time i went in there i have like sweatpants and sweatshirt on so you i don't know always had you the coolest hats and like socks and the necklace that is yeah. that was the thing that i remembered most about you was that necklace because yeah. it was so beautifully done and i know you did it at home but like i i swore to god she bought it online it was during the period of time when those mm -hmm. necklaces were really popping really off trendy. like they're really trendy mm -hmm. again and like honestly i've always loved making my own jewelry like yeah. that like i think it's always been fun and i still wear them all the time <laughs> yeah. even if nobody else does anymore i <laughs> actually wear yours at home more so and i feel bad for not taking more photos so i really need to show you more evidence that i love your work no, <laughs> so. no, i mean the evidence was right there but like <laughs> but one time i went in and i was wearing one of my necklaces and she complimented it mm -hmm. and i was like oh i'll make you one yeah <laughs> i was just so in shock at how nice like nobody out here I was is so that into nice. making. I'm still into making them. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll bring you one next time. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you're always so nice to us when we're there too, like giving us like good di discounts and deals and stuff. Gotta so give the deals, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's not deals. even a, you're not a nice, you know, smoker if you don't give a good deal. Yeah. Like it's just not even fun. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> I agree. But yeah. So next time that we went in, I brought the necklace mm -hmm. and I gave it to you mm -hmm. and I think you were you were really busy doing something <laughs> like you looked really into whatever you were doing, like super maybe stressed out. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> I had to stop. And like I, the moment someone said, like, there's this girl that has this necklace for you or I think. I might have been helping somebody. I think it else was like out. maybe Ashley. or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Or yeah. no, it was um, the, the other bud tender next to you. She mm -hmm. was like, Talia, Talia, because I was yeah. like, Talia. And like, and I'm just, just like my design. yeah, my hearing just goes like maybe a few centimeters sometimes. <laughs> and that's my fault. But um, I remember her being like, oh, she has something for you. Um, I'll take over your customer. Like, let's swap or something. And I I think I came over and I gave you a hug. I think I was like, oh, my God, like, thank you so much. Yeah. And I think that's when you told me that you saw 
that we had a mutual friend or something and yes yeah right yeah okay because all right so between these two visits to the dispensary (laughs) um I saw you on one of the photographers that I follow, Nezrin. Um, Her Instagram name is Black Prince. Mm -hmm. Um, But I love her work. And I saw you on her story. And I was like, oh, my God, of course she's a model. Like, I already knew that. But, like, this is – that's so random. Random. But awesome that, like, I saw you on her story. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, and then I said that to you and I gave you the necklace. And you were like – I mean, first of all, you were so cute when I gave it to you. You were, like, crying. (laughs) I, like, literally started crying. I was so – because I don't think even my friends had given me, like, uh, <laughs> gifts like that. That was so thoughtful. It had my name on it and the little mushrooms on it and yeah. the color. And I just remember wearing it, like, I think every day for, like, at least that whole week. Oh my I just had to wear so it every cute. day. And so cute. I just love it so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But from from that, I was like, oh, I saw you on Nezrin's IG story. Like, yeah. I'm a photographer. Like, we should shoot sometime. Yeah. And I was so did. excited. Yeah. And we hung out and shoot. Mm-hmm. We shot twice now. No, three times. Three now. times. Three yeah. Times. And <laughs> it's always so fun. Oh, it was so fun. It's going to keep getting more fun. Yeah. No. It, <laughs> it's really like if you go to my um, photography pages, there's some pictures of Talia on it. Shout um, out to 3MUH. Yeah. That's 3MUH, <laughs> I repeat. But honestly, it's very. It, like, feels random, mm-hmm. like, how we met and stuff, but I feel like it also makes a lot of sense. It does, right? Because we got, you know, <laughs> we're both kind of very similar people, mm-hmm. and, you know, the way that you give gifts and you, like, look out for people and you're creative, and the moment that you did that, I was automatically like, oh, yeah, like, I would be so down to be hanging out with this person, and, you know, you just brought in such an amazing energy every time you came in that's so like, funny because i do like that stuff for other people too and yeah. they don't have the same reaction oh like, they why just, like, not forget about <laughs> it or like don't want to be friends with me like <laughs> at psa honor your friendships <laughs> and look out for the good ones because yeah. emma's but some people don't sorry no you're, you're good right. emma's just psa she's amazing thanks <laughs> some people just don't have the same lifestyle yeah. as you you know mm-hmm. what i mean and i feel like us meeting in a dispensary was a clear a clear chill moment okay (laughs) we're not like obviously we're talking before this podcast about how we're like toning down on Mm -hmm. on uh smoking weed but socially Socially. like i love to smoke weed with people it makes me um feel less anxious yeah yeah it's also (laughs) just like funny like and fun and you're you're like it's such a chill Like, people who smoke weed are the best people. They're the Honestly, nicest people. They're the people that don't feel this need to show anyone unnecessary hate or they're not give them fake. any problems. They're yeah. not, like, materialistic. Mm-mm. They're very down-to-earth, yeah. chill people. Yeah. For and the I, most part. For the, mo- for the most <laughs> for part. <laughs> because, you know, you'll have some cranky people yeah. without the weed. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, that'll bring out a different side. Yeah. Um, but it is just, like, overall, it's hard to make friends in your adult life. But... Mm-hmm. Also, it's really hard to make friends in L.A. specifically. Uh, yeah. And so to have those two, to just already have a hard time making friendships while you're growing up and understanding how you fit into the world. And who you are. And yeah. who you are. And then people are trying to do the same, but they're not as willing to, I guess, understand that part where we're all going through it together. And all I growing think, yeah. in different yeah. ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I feel very thankful that we... Oh my god. Vroom vroom. We have a special guest today. 
<laughs> the guy with Even the small penis. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about your size. Like, I just feel when they do that, when they like r- what rev it up. I don't know the terminology. Mm-hmm. It's just like uh, why? Yeah, you know, <laughs> you just need to go forward. There is nothing. <laughs> just there's nothing sexy or attractive Mm-mm. about having like a loud vehicle no (laughs) like one that just sounds obnoxiously just your engine just sounds like it's having a hard time yeah it's like are you okay like is your car okay (laughs) you know i can i can find you a repair store real quick (laughs) if we need to you know like i want to ask you a little bit about you growing up in bali and then moving here Mm -hmm. so talia grew up in bali right Mm -hmm. yes ma'am i grew up in Bali and um, I spent my first 12 years there so I was born in Singapore and my parents were big hippies like I mean they went to Bob Marley's house I think right before me because they were like we have to do this before at least and I was like okay sure (laughs) yeah it's I think that's just so natural that I became what you know a smoker too so it's just so funny that that happened and so they moved me there, and I grew up really just on the beach all the time, um, eating the fruits and hanging out with the animals. As as simple as that sounds, it really was that simple. Yeah. And that's what I loved about it because... That's so beautiful. Yeah. It's so, it's and so it's just so sad because um, I feel like kids don't get enough of that. They don't get enough of Mm-mm. just growing up. I think I was kind of grateful to just be a kid and run around and literally climb trees I wasn't very good at it um but I I tried and (laughs) my dad wanted me to be a pro surfer but I I wanted to be a pro ballerina so (laughs) so like I would train in the weekdays as like a ballerina with my mom and then surfer with my dad on the weekends and I think that was just fun because a lot of kids get to just like do the ballerina thing or they do yeah. um, one of those things, but I got to have two worlds and yeah. that was fun. When I moved to Singapore, I was able to kind of be friendly enough so that I wasn't so overwhelmed by how different it was. Cause Singapore is really a uh, metropolitan. It's very fast right. paced and yeah. business. And honestly, you're either, a lawyer, a doctor, a banker, just something very established. At least this yeah. was the time, like, in the 2010 time. Mm-hmm. And I went to a seven-year arts academy where, you know, you're just doing academics and art, so I didn't have the normal schedule of a kid. So it was kind of like jumping from climbing trees to running up the stairs every day from, like, 7 to 5 p.m. And that just was very exciting to learn about all these different ways of living because you know being 22 now that I'm in Los Angeles and I'm an adult it's I'm grateful that I learned a few skills from those two places so that I could easily assimilate here but it is not easy to assimilate in Los Angeles because you know I think finding your people is really important to stay strong because it can be a really um heavy place but I think first of all finding you (laughs) has been amazing but other than that you know I think every day gets a little bit easier and I think that growing up in Bali and Singapore has helped me in doing that here because California 
it's kind of like a big Bali to me because, you know, you have the beaches, but then you also have these kind of little city parts. There's so many people out here that surf and love that lifestyle. So that makes me feel like, oh, people back home did too, you know? Mm -hmm. But yeah. It's kind of wild that LA is like your first intro to America. Oh, yeah. Your first like experience, real living experience. Yeah, because I went in the deep end. so <laughs> different mm -hmm. from the rest of the States. It is, yeah. Um, like where I grew up is just suburbia <laughs> and everyone kind of like dresses the same and mm -hmm. thinks the same and that's that's for the majority of the united states yeah. but here it's more of a melting pot and i don't know there's just so much diversity yeah. and mm -hmm. diversity in every aspect like not not just like clothes you know race or, or mm -hmm. ethnicity like yeah clothes <laughs> first thing i thought was clothes, clothes. unfortunately no that's yeah. so funny like mm -hmm. my best friend Esme, she'll text me and be like what are you wearing and i'll be like Esme, you can wear whatever yeah, you, you want can wear like anything no, like yeah like i nobody's am ever gonna judge <laughs> you nobody judges anybody here. no i mean yeah. unless you're like a stuck up person who's unless like you're in who's miserable with their own yeah. life and like hates themselves but like <laughs> on, there's there is this mentality of like do you, yeah. you know, which is really, really nice. It's refreshing, mm -hmm. I think, because, well, in Singapore, it's not so much like that. Like, right. you know, there's a lot of rules. Mm -hmm. Oof. Like you can't even smoke weed there. You can't even smoke weed. <laughs> you can't even. You can't curse. You can't. Cursing is like, I think nowadays people curse a okay. lot. I think <laughs> COVID made people curse. I think oh, <laughs> like that's so low funny. Key. It's like, okay, we have something to be <laughs> right angry about. the government's <laughs> like we can retract that one real yeah. quick because that's harsh um yeah. i think it's you know it's so funny that the world thought that <laughs> swearing is illegal because i also thought it was illegal too <laughs> i swear to like i would not swear in public i would just like swear at my house with my mom because my mom swears like it's so funny like this half chinese indian like short little like five four woman <laughs> just like oh my god where my bleeping glasses you know, I don't know if they're, you know, <laughs> you can, you can curse on. Oh, then she's just on. literally like, where the fuck are my fucking glasses? And I'm yeah. like, they're like on your head. And she's like, oh, thank God we weren't at the mall for this one. Cause like I would have been I would get a citation. She would have <laughs> got a citation. And then I thought to Google it, like to actually find out. And You're like, is this like, illegal? is this illegal? And it's not illegal. Okay, Apparently, maybe, it, maybe it's illegal in Dubai. I think, I think it's Dubai. Where, yeah. And gosh, I I think it's still illegal in Singapore though because I don't see people swear in public. I've or everyone when they're outdoors, I feel like there's this etiquette. There's this you have to be very proper and I think there's kind of like a every time there's a store like lines just automatically form. There's never there's not there's never inconvenience like people don't want to inconvenience each other. And I think that could be good and just making, I guess, going to the mall easier. But yeah. at the same time, I think about, does that make them, like, do they feel repressed and how, like, how are they really? Mm. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I have never, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, because I'll, I'll go out here and you sometimes you can tell what someone's going through just by the way they're walking down the street. Oh, yeah. Like, whether they've had a hard day or they're on FaceTime with their friend being yeah. like, I know he was at that girl's house last night. Yeah. And people wear their emotions on yeah. their face, on mm -hmm. their sleeve here. Like everyone yeah. is like just an emotional person. Yeah. <laughs> emotions run high. And and 
I think that's, I mean, it's a good thing in a way, I think, because it makes people feel real. Also makes me feel better when I'm going outside. Yeah. And I've had one of those days and I'm in my hoodie, the like the hood's up because the hair hasn't been TMI washed for four days. Just <laughs> that's just the bleached hair life. Right. Um, <laughs> and, you know, you're looking like a mess yeah. and I'm just getting cat litter, you know, and I don't want to look cute. And no one looks my way and goes, oh, oof she's going through it no one does that here and I love that because in Singapore I would have gotten like 10 looks and 10 people being like oh she doesn't look like she doesn't look put together why did you even come outside the house like that kind of yeah and however unless you're like in your 50s or you know you're a child then it's okay but if you're in any working class or like out there working to make a living you have to look proper all the time in Singapore I just don't I don't know why. Whoa. Yeah. It's a, cr- it's a different world. Yeah. It, you know? And, and it's not like that at all in Bali, mm-hmm. right? Bali, you could like walk around chill. in your bikini. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, right. I love that. Right. And, you know, in Bali, you know, I wouldn't mind at all being like sand in my hair throughout the day mm-hmm. or, you know. S- a little bit disheveled. Yeah. yeah. And like not caring about time. I think Bali's the only place I've never thought Island about time. time. Island time, <laughs> which means no time <laughs> and it's limbo. <laughs> um, but Bali is just that's the thing though. Bali can be so amazing and allowing you to relax and be present in the moment, but it could you could get lost there. <laughs> and I say that because, you know, being on vacation is fun, but I'm the kind of person where I need to still have a a a goal or something to work towards right and I guess people really out there don't really have that drive (laughs) and that's totally fine I love that different way of life Mm -hmm. I wish I could be like that though yeah like to just I feel like I am like that I don't need a goal or (laughs) Bali is I have a place for you (laughs) honestly Emma you would be thriving there (laughs) I swear like I could see you like on the beach you know you've got your your sunset post and it's like another day in paradise with emma (laughs) you know it's just detached from reality right i have like moments throughout like moments in the day where i'll be like physically like not there and i'll just be like out like truman show glitch kind of really hard for me to stay focused (laughs) honestly Mm -hmm. i'm like i get distracted so easily and i read up the reason why i get distracted is because like all i want to do is like what i want to do like i just want to like chill and like work on art and like i don't know just like but that's so amazing like Like, i have so much admiration (laughs) for you to be able to do that because there's so many people and me myself included honestly that will be so stressed out about what's coming or well because anxiety is just the over anticipation of the future so i'll be so caught up in that sometimes that i can't even just enjoy like cooking because i'll be like oh after this i have to submit this email or i have to reply to that person or i have to you know do this for miso and miso is a cat not like the soup i just don't I realize I can't just say his name without mm, a little context. I really context. want some miso soup. Do you know that oh sound? Oh my god! god. <laughs> you should do that with the kid with your kid with miso. I I need she's you the to cutest <laughs> cutest kitty in the world. So cute. I need to like bring him onto this podcast, but yeah. I know he can't talk. But you know, <laughs> I would bring. You would him be the star of the show. Star of the show, and sometimes he talks. Like the the newest chapter in our lives with him so exciting talking to your pet is talking (laughs) 
and it's like my therapy because I signed up for BetterHelp, and I'm, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, right. Nice. And I'm gonna be honest. I had a, I I think that that platform can be really beneficial to people. Oh, Don't no. get me wrong. This is just my personal experience. Um, my professor had a half an hour session with me and didn't really. Wait, professor. I, oh, or sorry, the thera- therapist. therapist. My bad. No. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I was like, right? wait. I just you were taking a lecture on BetterHelp. I was learning how to learn on BetterHelp. Actually, <laughs> oh, yeah. BetterHelp is a um, it's a therapy. Yeah. Uh, website app. Yeah, kind of like a platform where you could do therapy at home. Yeah. Yeah. So it's now kind of like the idea is to, you know, you can call your therapist whenever you're, you know, or right. text them and. I, I thought that'd be really good for me, someone that likes to be at home a lot. But yeah. my therapist had like a 30-minute session and and just asked me questions about myself, which I guess like maybe that's how your first session works, right? Probably, I, right? Because right? they don't know you. Because <laughs> they don't know you. And I'm like, they can't help what they don't know. So, right. But then she was like, I'm going to have you listen to all of Oprah's podcasts. And I've already done that. So I, I, I don't want to like start off just being like, oh, did been there, done that. I was like, okay, sure. Like, I'll do that. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, Super Soul. Yeah. Super I've, Soul I've Sunday. I've sold myself. Like, you know, I've you got shields. it. I've got you know, <laughs> the fact that we both listen to that is already proof of why I love her. First of all. Okay. <laughs> like, have you heard the, um, the Turpin siblings? No, I haven't. Quick side, sidetrack. Okay, my bad. No, no, it's this okay. This is, I just feel like more people need to talk about this because so the Turpin children were in I think Paris sorry, Paris California and the fact that this is even nearby is really kind of sad because they they're 13 siblings Whoa. that first of all 13 to Whoa. be pregnant 13 <laughs> times Hell no. I have no words Hell and no. I have much respect not so much for what she did which you'll hear in a second but yeah. Okay, as a woman, wow, yeah. you did thir- you did it 13 times. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work and the fact that your body can a lot could of stress handle on that. your body, holy shit. Like <laughs> wowie. <laughs> Anyways. Oh my God. Um 13 kids, but they were all held in captivity. They didn't have an outside life. Their first child had a kind of bad experience with school which I think made their parents kind of overboard with deciding to not let their kids be a part of society. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think you already know I'm going with this. They, they were yeah. in captivity. And I think I remember them saying they were only, like, bathed maybe once a year. You know, they were malnourished to the point where we're in, they were rescued. It's like they, fucking child abuse. I, it is. It was actually, I think, the worst one of the worst cases of child abuse in California. Oh my God. And this was four years ago. This wasn't even like in the 90s, like, you know, this is modern day. This is modern day child abuse. Holy shit. And it's so concerning because it's, it's here. And you, they were in one of those really big neighborhoods, you know, and one of the kids even said that I think one of the neighbors or, you know, some of the neighbors knew and didn't say anything. And that is, that's heartbreaking I would go straight to the I police. Holy shit! You or know, straight to, like I don't know. I think that somebody that could I think help. I would have gone to the feds, to yeah. the C, yeah, CSI. I don't know what Holy other shit. things, but yeah. And I think the harder th- so that's one part. And once those kids got rescued, they had like donations of six hundred thousand dollars, for example. 
amazing donations. Wow. But they had no access to that and they still don't till this day. I think. I could be told okay, I could be wrong on that last part, but I know that Who they don't have access. access. To it, That's then. what I'm saying. So <laughs> <laughs> this is why I get conspiracy. <laughs> this could be the conspiracy episode. Okay. Because when you have donations like that and it involves child um, you know, social services and involves children. You know, they a lot of them don't have access to that because they're not of legal age, too. But they had 29-year-old children that were held in captivity. So mm. the age spectrum is huge. Not huge, but uh, big, you know. And they still are house hopping. And half of them are in homes that are in dangerous areas. Some of them got further abused after being abused by their own parents. Oh. That's not even funny, but, like, no, it's just ridiculous terrible. that... They, they just couldn't even get help in the outside world. Oh and I honestly don't know how we got to this conversation, but I just feel like it's the really... The super soul conversation. The super yeah. soul, right? Because it was Diane Sawyer that covered this one, oh, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, it, it, but, you know, Damn. I just think it's really, it's really harsh because the people that had access to the money or were in control of the case... We're not even helping the, ki- the children get, like, a bicycle, like, to go to work or try to go to work or find a job. Like, they weren't even given anything. I think one of them's a TikToker, though. Yeah. Really? I think so. I, um, Jordan Turpin. Sorry, I literally watched this documentary, like, last night. So no. That's why this is, no, like, It's on your mind. You're like, I have to tell the world. No, I was like, I've guys, <laughs> we need to talk about this because... <laughs> Blow up her TikTok. We need to, like, get her <laughs> funds out, you know? Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. You know, yeah. That is so... Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. So strange. But, <laughs> yeah. so, but so you didn't think that the therapist, like, could help you in any way. Thank you for remembering like, why you're we You're just like, mm-hmm. um, I'm good. Like, I exactly. can do this myself. I think... Yeah, I think why I even... Yeah. I think why I talked about the Turpin children is because I found that I, I kind of get humbled and I... And I kind of get more empathetic when I learn about what's going on in the world. Oh, 100%. And yeah. I feel like, you know, I might find more ease navigating such a terrible time, you know, knowing that there are opportunities out there in the world, but then there are also those humbling moments where they're like, there are people out there that are really struggling and really right really having a harder time navigating this world and yeah. I, I honestly just applied for a job last night after that documentary for like a non-gmo corporation that works with helping children that come out of foster care or come out of like child abuse situations and it also they also do i think environmental work and the other nine or something but i think for the Wait, first non-GMO or oh. non-profit did I say non-GMO yeah uh-huh. oh my. <laughs> no okay. is it no even? <laughs> no I just wanted to, uh, to clarify because I yeah. was like wait is is there a new acronym I for that I think that's <laughs> honestly because I was reading the label of like my milk this morning I'm just be honest no, like my oatly no, freaking milk non-GMO yeah non-GMO no. it's a non-GMO <laughs> sponsored by it's not sponsored by oatly I would love to be but I it's love not Oatly right? so much. It just their slogan, I think, is like, "Wow, no cow," and that's just so yeah. cute. Like, <laughs> I'm just gonna say that all the time. I'm an Oatly stan, honestly. I'm Oatly stan because mm-hmm. 
But wait, okay, sorry. We're getting like so far away. So, from, I think like, this is also we a smoker thing. First I'm so sorry. Talking about no, it's t- completely fine. <laughs> but um, but uh, I was gonna say like with because I think before we were talking about you getting to therapy, we were talking about how oh, you yeah. you are get stressed out about things mm-hmm. and like that is so true for like so many people but i think you brought that brought yeah. the turban children up because you know it gives you so much empathy and thinks like okay i i yeah. can do any like if they yeah. can get through that like i can exactly. get through anything kind yeah. of mindset which is like just put things into perspective sometimes you need to do that you know yeah. i think with my <laughs> me saying <laughs> that like i don't really like have goals and stuff like of course i have like things that i want to do yeah, in life of course um but i don't get like so stressed out about the future sometimes i'll like get down and be like oh like what am I doing with my life like I don't really know but I'm mm-hmm. not like it doesn't like it doesn't cripple, cripple me and, yeah. on, and I also just I'm just a very chill person and that also I'm a very hopeful person that's a beautiful thing and I'm like I I know it's gonna work out like mm-hmm. I know like I'm on my path like well. even if I <laughs> feel like I'm in my like unsuccessful era right now mm-hmm. like <laughs> some someday soon I'll be I'll be good again yeah. and like it'll it'll be fine and I just like have a lot of hope for the future but but I do have like a lot of friends who have like told me that they like are I don't know if envious is the right word but like wish that they could take their free time as like seriously as I do or like as um, I think they wish that they could be because I also like I I guess I can see what they're saying because right I some people need to work all the time exactly. like always be doing something always be productive yeah. and i'm just so like in my anxious. kitchen like, like da-dee 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 da-dee. Da-dee. <laughs> it's kind of like that funny tiktok where the person's like stressing <laughs> out yeah yeah i'm spinning like a ballerina yeah yeah it's the most iconic no that's literally that's emma emma in the dance room me and everybody else i'm just like okay like I'm gonna work yeah. out like you know like I I just obviously I have so many privileges in life yeah. like so many like I cannot even like stress how many <laughs> privileges I have in life but I'm also aware that like I need to do like the work like I need to like better myself in so many ways but I don't mind taking my time like I yeah. don't mind like the process and I've always just operated on the mindset of like I I'm in a creative field. It takes so long for people yeah. to become successful in creative fields. Like Tina Fey, you know, didn't get famous till she was 40. You know, Which, so, yeah, that is, uh, that's only one example. Like there's so many examples per, like yeah. that. Right. And so I just am more about like being in the present and enjoying like the process and trying to do something like every day that'll like get me closer to where I want to be mm-hmm. rather than like being like, these are my goals for 2020 and like I need to you know (laughs) like write them down like you have to check the boxes that's actually that's that's really nice that that you talk about that because I think we're we're living in a weird time where people feel like they have to because there's exactly like keep up and they have to tick all these boxes all the time and if they're not doing it that that they're not enough or that they're not you know keeping up with everybody else and I think what I've struggled the most with is understanding that my journey is not the same as anybody's. Yeah. Like, not even my mom's or not even family. And it's what everybody needs to realize because everybody thinks in their mind what their journey will look like. And it's just not at all what it will. Because you just change. You grow so much during your life. and, And the people who do have, like, a very cookie cutter 
life per Mm -hmm. se which like there's nothing wrong with that but there are a lot of people who get to that like 40s like midlife crisis standpoint they're like what what did I do with that time yeah I'm like was that really fulfilling my nine to five every single day for my whole life or like did I really want the savings but yeah. you know they might yeah. have built what that. am i saving for yeah, like what exactly. do i actually want to do with my savings when yeah. i retire and like when i retire will i even be able to travel yeah. like at that age like well, i just want to be at home and yeah. rest and watch the telly you know and the most yeah sorry to no, interrupt, but i'm just saying like the most important things in life are like free you yes. know love family spending time with people like having quality time with your friends and family is the mo- watching the sunrise watching the sunset being in nature just how you're saying like how yeah. you grew up in bali yeah. just being in nature being a kid like a lot of those things have been uh stripped away very or, much yeah but by people's you know um situations with their family like yeah. not being born into a family that that Allowed loves them, them unconditionally that. and yeah. lo- allows them to be their full um self or just stripped away by technology in general or stripped away by just society's like Mm -hmm. standards or society's expectations of of people now that like are just it's just every individual is so different even the education system doesn't fucking work in america education everybody learns in a different way exactly and i mean that system was never even meant for children that system was meant to train factory workers back in the day during the industrial revolution we we're not meant to sit down uh, and just have one presentation to make all of us learn. And then that's the way that we enter the world. Right. That makes no, you know, my dad used to be really, I mean, like hippie in the day and say, I don't want you to go to school. And then I would be like, no, everyone else is going to school. I want to go to school because all my friends are doing it. Right. Right. And then now as an adult, I'm like, I actually understand what he was saying. I understand that he didn't want me to do that for the sole purpose that even though I did that art, art academy, it, I became a little more narrow minded in the way that I saw, you know, I saw like, yeah, you know, everything, you're going to get a job, you're going to get a car, you're going to get a family. It's just, this is the step. Yeah. And I am nowhere in like, I'm not in that kind of. I don't even like step. see. I don't even Mm-mm. see any steps. I'm wondering what tomorrow anymore. looks like for yeah. me. You know, yeah. like, and that's <laughs> the beautiful thing, and that's what I admire about how you're able to just be present because I'm slowly learning how important that is. Because I think when people, and a lot of people, have been put into situations that don't allow them to, you know, be able to be present. Some yeah. people aren't able to be present because they're thinking out of safety they're thinking out of you know what they have for survival maybe and I think also social media doesn't help either with the way that it's got all these algorithms that set us up to be anxious and so it really takes people to actually disconnect and get to know themselves and Mm -hmm. I think that's the hardest thing I've ever had to do way from mm-hmm. other people, away from yes. their hometown, mm-hmm. away from everything that they ever knew, away from even their parents, if their yes, parents have, yeah. like, uh, put such heavy expectations on them for what they need to do in yeah, life. Like, exactly. you need to get away from that and put your, like, ego aside Pride to be able to really, ego, yeah. really understand, like, 
who you are and mm-hmm. what you want for your life and not even that just like what you want for today for like what you want to do today <laughs> like today i i woke up and i was like i just really want to have pasta like and, and for no reason at all that made me excited and it's yeah, just so funny it's yeah it's just so funny i was like i just really want like a pesto pasta or something Yum. like I just want to play around with it and have fun with it and ever since I quit like my toxic job which I feel like is a very big trend mm. these days oh yeah Gen Z know? is like oh you Gen Z is you like, said one like off tone <laughs> thing to me like I'm out you're I'm out. out like this is a toxic environment yeah which I'm is, out which I'm is removing so, myself which is so amazing because mm-hmm. it, it'll I mean it's so amazing because it's teaching people to stand up for themselves and like know their worth but it also hopefully will create better work environments for people there are a lot of like companies a lot of good companies out there that have actually not only like human services that's what it's called human resources human human, hr human (laughs) resources um but they'll have a person that's like in charge of like the the culture of the office or in charge of like keeping everybody fucking happy i don't know yeah (laughs) keep them smiling keep them smiling yeah because if you're happy and you love your job you're more like you're more valuable to that company if you're just like every day like yep i hate my job i hate my life then they're not not that valuable to the company and if somebody's being always mean to you if your boss is like putting you down all the time that's not gonna make you motivated to work yeah the younger generations you know the older generations generations were probably like oh this is what i have like to this put is, up it with. is this what is just, it is it is what it is mm-hmm. like when i'm at that level i get to haze the person under me and yeah. i've been in so many situations where or seen so many situations of like my friends at, like people i know that it has been like that like yeah. it has been like a hazing scenario or like a you know you a hierarchy get, yeah power. a hierarchy of yeah, power it's and it's gross. just really really gross because <laughs> mm-hmm. everyone's human everyone wants to be happy everyone wants to feel love everyone's just trying to put a roof over their head at yeah, the end of the day especially and with this pandemic like, everyone's <laughs> just trying to get by we're day. literally like, just trying to survive y'all just, like be nice just have some mercy <laughs> for people mm-hmm. you know have some understanding understanding yeah. is like the key to life right now i feel the like key to life like <laughs> you know my boyfriend uh works like in as a like a waiter i'm not making him sound good or no not like a waiter uh, a server, a server. Yeah, um hostess kind of yeah just like what does he do he just pa- he takes the order passes the dish the wait cashier i think he just like <laughs> he's gonna kill me for this but <laughs> sorry he works it okay i'm just gonna he works in a really nice like fan it's a fancy restaurant okay. making it sound way worse than no, it is no 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 it's just like <laughs> He works in a fancy restaurant, I swear. It's a nice one. and But that means he has, like, a Gordon Ramsay kind of chef. You know, like, the kind of tyrant. Yes. And that's so... We need to leave that anger in the past. I or think you Gordon just Ramsay has left that in the past. Even like, he's him. he's become... Way, I mean, maybe it's, like, his kids doing his it YouTube to him. But, channel. like, his YouTube... Oh. Yeah, but he's been... Nice. He's been really nice lately. And I love it. I love it, too. Sh- yeah. He's been doing a lot of uh, vegan shit. Yeah. Like, and I'm just... Dude, go Gordon Ramsay. You go, man. You go, like man. you're really just the one to beat. Yeah. And um, people I don't can know. change. People can change. I, I really do believe that because I say that as someone who went from the messiest person, and I, I really was <laughs> the messiest person, to 
neurotically cleaning at 6 a.m. in the morning and then neurotically cleaning at 6 p.m. It's like I have to do it in the morning and night. And I really if I could do that, anyone can. Oh, sorry. Anyone can do that. You can change. You know, yeah, anyone can change. And so basically what I'm trying to say with that is that like when he comes home, he gets like stressed. And that's how I felt when like I would go to work at Buddha Mm -hmm. and my. Oh, I don't know if they're going to hear this, but, you know, it's not their fault either because it, dispensaries can be very hard. Yeah. But when people are stressed out and they don't know what to do and then they have people that they have to be accountable for. Delegate. Yeah. It's just that's when they have to know how to work on their stress and they have to like have actually taken the time yep. to think about how they can affect other people because it's a chain reaction. If you're going to be mean to somebody, mm-hmm. you're probably going to make that person upset and they're going to go out into the rest of their shift or the rest of their day and they're going to feel heavy. They're yeah. going to feel the mm-hmm. weight of your anger that they probably didn't even deserve. No. And that's why I say it's like, you know, people have to be present because I think being present allows people to register themselves in that moment and how they can talk to other people. Yeah. You know, and I, I agree. And also not everybody can be a leader. Mm-mm. Like not everybody no. has the quality to yeah. to be an efficient leader. And there's so many times when people are put in those positions to lead other people that are just they're leading them astray. Yeah. They're um, operating off of fear like and it's not it's just not productive. No, it actually kind of does the opposite. Yeah. You know, it just makes people afraid and then they don't even want to come to you for the questions. Yeah. And then when you don't have open communication and you don't have people feeling comfortable to come to talk to you and vice versa, that's when things go wrong and that's when the ship starts to sink. And, right. you know, management, I, I think, is probably one of the biggest issues I've, I've, I've seen in this day and age because it's a very confusing time. You know, industries are not the same. Mm-hmm. I remember being in college here like in santa monica and nothing in the textbooks for the examples or the case studies could make as much sense to me during this time during covid because Mm. none of those business models could predicted what happened in this economy right and i think that was the really big wow moment for me where i was like school doesn't need to be the pure source for people to learn i'm not saying people don't have to go to school but you can really just learn on your own. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, I was bullied in school for yeah. not being the sharpest on the dot. And, you know, I didn't go to, like, Chushin after school like a lot of the kids there did. They would... Chushin? Oh, yeah. So, there's this kind of thing in Singapore, maybe a lot of, maybe certain Asian communities where... Have you heard of Kumon? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of like that concept where you'll do outside academic work to supplement your learning in school. Right. So, yeah, it gets a bit heavy for kids. I do feel bad for a lot lot of of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot to go to school and then have 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 more school, like have another math teacher, another English teacher. And it, you're like eight years old yeah you know and you're you're just trying to like come on you got to get ahead you got to get ahead you got to be einstein (laughs) you got to go to a good college (laughs) you got to go to good college all these expectations Mm -hmm. and i guess i'm kind of grateful for my parents for not having that for me and allowing me to figure it out and i think to have that freedom to figure it out has allowed me to be 
to be more driven though, which is so ironic because I think the more that you pressure a child into being focused, the less they'll want to do it because it's not something that they felt they did on their own. Yeah. You know, and my, my parents not being so controlling, I think made me want to be so focused and so driven. And that's why I'm so organized now. So you know, if you're worried about them being messy, then they'll probably change. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I, I was the messiest person and, and then I figured it out and, but I don't blame parents for stressing out about that right. because I'm, I'm kind of worried about <laughs> being a mom. Same, same. I, like, I, I am like very excited to mm-hmm. have kids and have them kind of, you know, choose their own directions and stuff like I don't want to put any pressure on my kids in any way like yeah. I don't like I just want them to do what they <laughs> I just want do. them to live like thrive. exactly I just want to keep them alive like, yeah. like give them their their needs be safe yeah be you know? safe <laughs> um but everything like school wise or career wise I'm kind of like it's do up to you what you want yeah. do like whatever like hopefully I'll be financially hopefully i could support yeah, whatever yeah. you like hopefully you I'll, know, be, I'm scared. I'll be as as lucky as uh, hopefully my kids will be as lucky as i am and and be able to um you know go for their dreams mm-hmm. without like you know crippling anxiety of like being yeah. homeless or something like that yeah but but yeah i'm i'm very excited to have kids but yeah i am also worried about their safety <laughs> yeah just because i think like babies I, are so fragile. Babies <laughs> are like literal, like s- sacks of like. I, not that sounds bad. No, I, I did no, not mean they to. Are. They're, they're just so potato sack. Like because they're so soft. Like soft. I feel like, you know, they're just yeah. like fall like a- angels. I guess <laughs> like little baby turbans. Yeah. You know that we have to take care of, and I'm just more curious as to what world they're gonna live in. And I, I I've know. been thinking about that that's recently. A, that's the thing. Like, I really want to have kids. Like, yeah. I want to have kids so bad. Like, I want to have, like, four. <laughs> I can see, it, like, you with the cutest, like, half Argentinian little, like, babies running around with their, like, luscious hair. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But I want to yeah. be, one, financially stable enough mm-hmm. to do that. And, two, I'm like, fuck. Why would anybody even have a kid right now? Like I our, know. Our society, like, oh gosh. our world is going to shit. Like, <laughs> we're like heading towards the recession, guys. Like, yeah. I don't. Climate change. Like, change. I don't know if, yeah. I don't know if there'll be a world soon. You That's, know? <laughs> that actually does, like, come to mind a lot because yeah. we don't even have the resources to keep up with how fast we're going. We yep. don't. And I just, I'm also curious as to, what technology will be, what, and funnily enough, the what social media will be. Like, will TikTok be, what if TikTok is like, they're MySpace. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how far, yeah. and then there are oh these. Oh my God, I don't even. Like, I, it's nerve. R.I.P. MySpace. First of all, R.I.P. MySpace. I loved MySpace. But you know what's the harshest thing about MySpace is that you could list your friends. I, like, can we just talk about, we talked well, about this. Yeah, no. That it's, oh my god! I luckily I think I don't I don't think I ever had drama with it because I was never like that close. 
to, to people or that, i was yeah, just like close good. to people at different times in my life mm-hmm. i don't know i just didn't make it like a whole thing i don't know if anybody was ever offended by my best friends list but like yeah. i was never <laughs> offended by anybody else's and like mine was just like kind of random i think um, i put my mom yeah my <laughs> yeah i genuinely think i just put my mom i, <laughs> that's I so funny yeah but that <laughs> is that's so f- well does Snapchat have that too? You have like your best friends. Oh, with Snapchat. but I but think, n- s- but not everybody can see that, right? I think so. I think Snapchat does it so that it's like based off of how much you communicate with that person. Okay, yeah. And then, but I think MySpace was even harsher because you could like choose. Right. You could hate like Stephanie one day and then right. want to be best friends with her on MySpace, and right. that's how she'll know. Right. And that was such a brutal time <laughs> so, for a girl. So I mean, tra- like. No, no, it's, yeah. I mean, it's always been a brutal time for teenage yeah, girls, I think but for, like, yeah, yeah like growing up and like having a best friend yeah. and then like having like a locket or yeah. having the friendship bracelet yeah, or just all of these things. I realize <laughs> now that like my true friends are the ones that will know that I will go MIA for a yep. good chunk of time. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing about yeah. adult friendships too. Everyone's so busy, which is totally fine. Like everyone's exactly. doing their own thing, especially in LA when you're not, you know, doing the same thing every day as you would if you had like a very normal job. Like I don't know, there's just so many in people in other here who states I feel like it's harder to get away with being flaky because they're yeah. more like and I I that's, that's so, not no, that's right? so true. Like yeah. there's so many not excuses, but they're yeah. just like things that get in the way here, yeah. right? Um things that are in not I'm going to say inconsistent, not in a negative way, but more so like you could have your day planned and then it could go completely it could differently. Literally go completely yeah, differently. I feel that. So, oh, but what you're saying, yeah, I feel like my, my like best friends, like they could ghost me for like mm-hmm. several months. It's like and it's yeah it's happened it's, it's happening happened I, right one of my now. best friends she lives in pennsylvania hi lexi if you're listening to this but i don't think she talked to me for like four months or something oh. but like i was told like she was going through something so fair enough i was like oh my god you never have to be sorry about that yeah. because everyone copes with things in different ways and everyone goes through different seasons of life and your 20s are so fucking confusing and like yeah. a lot sometimes yeah. so it's really it's really okay to it's just really ghost cool. everyone, work on yourself, and then come back feeling like renewed and refreshed, and like be your a better friend that exactly. way. You know, like if you if you can't give to yourself, you can't give to others, or else it'll just severely like say that drain louder. Because yeah. that is that is what we all need to yeah. hear. Because so don't get mad at your friends for like never please don't you or like ghosting or ghosting you or just being. Um, being distant yeah being distant because distance, distance does not mean that there's a lack of love yeah distance means that they're figuring it out figuring it out mm-hmm. yeah and this i don't even feel bad about telling this story because <laughs> i just think that this some some kind of ways of handling distance some people can't handle that Mm. Some, people no, some people can't need hand- constant communication yeah and yeah. some people can't handle when you decide to take time for yourself and you're not focusing on them and then yeah. that's also a show that they're not they weren't even ready to be your friend because they they are not mature enough to understand that you have your own job you have your bills to pay you yeah. have your life that you're trying to build towards as well and if you can't do that harmoniously together or if you can't just support each other there's no point of hurting each other yeah. because I had a best friend for like two years here and it was the majority of my time here until now 
And, you know, when you're in a different time of life, when, you know, you think that that's right for you, Mm -hmm. and then that moment hits where you're like, you know, actually, this, I've been participating in someone else's vision. I've been participating in someone else's, like, path of figuring it out, but I haven't been spending time focusing on mine, Mm -hmm. and I'm getting lost Mm -hmm. in that, and when it happens with a best friend, that's always the hardest because, you know, friendship breakups can be can hurt way more than I think romantic. that was the hardest. Yeah. I think I cried more about that one than like even an ex-boyfriend, yeah. I think. Yeah, because I was going through like a toxic ex, you know, I wasn't talking to anybody and I needed to take time to figure out how I was going to get out of that and get out of that scene. You know what I mean? And she sent me a message saying, and this is just a sign of maturity and how it can come in different forms and how it takes people different amount of times to be. Yeah. She said that I was the worst person in the world. Like, and to have such, yeah, right? Like (laughs) uh, the stuttering first of all. First of all, I'm like 22 where I know, I know I'm not that old, but like, (laughs) When, There's when, I, I, the last time I probably said I hated someone was when I was, like, seven, what? you know, and I was like, oh, my God, I hate you. What and did you do to her? And that's the funny thing. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> and, oh, my the God. The reason why I bring that story up is because, first of all, to have that vocabulary, to use hate, to, to say that, to, to put that much pain onto somebody else and say that they are and to try to identify somebody else as a horrible person. She's she is inside. and she's hurting. I don't think she's a horrible person, but what I think it is is people that have the hardest times accepting their own flaws or what they're going through yep. will literally project it. And it's psych- it's psychological. Hmm, They'll even yeah, say, say that again. <laughs> right? I'll say it again, <laughs> ladies and gents. They will project. And yep. the reason why is because they're actually having an internal dialogue, but because they can't have it with themselves, they will literally project it. And so what she was doing was she was literally saying things on this message that was that I was like, you know that that that's not me. You and I both know that. Yeah. And this is the girl that I would sleep on the floor to make sure she was okay on the couch after she had like had the worst breakup, you know, and you know when your girls gotta look out for yeah, each other. Yeah. And and she said, she was like, you ruined my life. <gasps> and and you, you're horrible. And that you're, you know, I can't believe I believed you were a good person. And I was like, and there are two ways anyone can handle this. Or maybe three, maybe multiple, right? Yeah. But the way that I saw it was I can either completely ignore this and not partake in this energy but then that would allow her to keep trying to come back and to keep trying to make me aware that apparently I'm a bad person, yeah. but um, so that I wasn't. did you respond? I, I did. And the way that I did was I said, first of all, I would never have come to you like this in finding resolution with our friendship. I think that is it's completely unfair for you to think that you have the power to call somebody what they aren't or to even identify anybody else. Mm -hmm. And I think that you need to do the work, the emotional work, to figure yourself out Mm -hmm. before you try to do 
any harm to anybody else. Because I just, yeah. this might be a little petty moment for me, but her bio says, be kind to everybody and like to do, to it's never. always those. Yeah, and it's always <laughs> those people. Okay, this is your warning. But that's good. That's so mature of you to, sa- to say that. Yeah. Because if it were, if it were me, I would. Um, oh, I wanted to be mean low key. I'm no, no, no. Lie, I would have said nothing. I oh, would have really? ignored it. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a person who like, if somebody shows me who they are. I will just ghost you. Like, I'll just, you That's know, I'll really just ignore good, it because, like, I know who I am. Like, I have good people in my life and love around yeah. me. And, like, I have a great fan. Like, I just I just know myself. Yeah. So I just, like, bye. <laughs> bye. Like, ne- you, don't, you don't get to, like, you don't get say, to say that mean thing to me or or, be able, or you don't get to treat me like that because I don't take that. Like, I don't deserve yeah. it. I don't know my worth now. So, um, but I, but I do think that, what you said back to her yeah. was very mature of you to yeah. to say like something about you like you you might need to like look closer yeah. to yourself because that's what a lot of people need to fucking hear. Yeah, sometimes like, you need like someone that to say uh, it. that is actually like a projection, mm-hmm. and you need to be deep like because that's what a fucking therapist would say to her. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, I felt like I had to answer to her because I felt like I owed her. In some weird way. Also, when you're really close with somebody. Right? Yeah. I I get that, too, because probably what I'm thinking more is just, like, people I'm not that close with. Yeah. But but I understand having... No, but the same thing. You... That should be the way. And I I really wanted to do that. Um, But I think what I also just had to say was I just had to tell her. I was like, you can't do that to people. Like, you really shouldn't. And if if it means that you did this to me to learn, sure. I'll take it. I, I don't... If it means you're not hurting other people, fine. It just hurts to, to like, try to always put the best foot forward. And for me to do that, I think that was, like, the real step in me realizing that I need to be very careful with my time and energy just as much as the way you just said. Like, I need to, like, block that out. And it's funny that you say, like, block that out. I said, do not ever contact me again. And I blocked like Good. everything and Good. i actually heard i heard your voice in my head by the way <laughs> like i did and i remember this because we had that long conversation about that that friend you know the one that like tried to put something on to you kept like texting you or something and you were just like i was just trying to be a good friend to you but if you're just going to project onto me right this isn't fair right i didn't come into this friendship to be attacked yeah i didn't come into this friendship to be demoralized yeah no one does that's not the point and mm. <laughs> soul searching just needs to happen more often and as i think the people that make fun of you know the people that go to therapy the people that actually take the time to work on themselves mm-hmm. the people that make fun of that or have distastement towards that are the people people that are just not willing to do it mm-hmm. yeah. and then you just have to stray away from those people and yeah. learn that they're just going to waste your time. And yeah. I hate to say that because I feel like everyone is valuable and has something to bring to the table. But, you know, stubbornness is a, and pride is a really... I think it's like a disease. Uh, like, literally, yeah. it's like COVID point three yeah. pride. No, there's, you know? there's people that are 
trying to live every day, trying to be their best selves, or maybe not every single day, yeah. but like trying our hardest, but <laughs> trying your hardest to be your best self, be your highest self and grow as a person. Because if you're not growing, then what are you doing? Standing still? It's boring as hell. Yeah. And that doesn't make for a fulfilling life. Just like so how people sharks who don't want to s- wait, what were you going to say? About I sharks? know. <laughs> I like literally, that was like my, that was my ADHD. I apologize. No, no it's fine. I think, <laughs> I think people got the point, but yeah. No, but you you just always have the most beautiful things to say no, you first do. of all you're, like I oh my gosh this episode. i love like, this episode so- <laughs> hi thank you so much <laughs> we have for to having we me. have to wrap up because i know it's getting to that point right? but like we, we could just like put people to sleep for this but one yeah. but like um, but but i mean i'll definitely have you on again because we still have oh, like yes. so much to talk about and i'm like a neighbor you know and we lo- yeah. i could just walk on over yeah no big yeah no i've i've I loved having you on the podcast. I'm so glad we discussed like adult uh, friendships in detail because I feel like that's not something that we've uh, deeply talked about on this Mm -hmm. episode yet. I feel like we've touched on it a couple of times, but I think it's important to keep like reminding people of like their worth and that like friendship should be a healthy thing and that it shouldn't, um, it just, it just shouldn't decrease your value of life. Like friends should like add to your life or just, you know, they should bring the color back when yes. you're looking around. Yeah. And, you know, I'll actually literally when I'm around, like, for example, you like the room just feels vibrant and can, lighter. I like, am so I'm a Pisces. So I'm like, yeah, hundred, like I'm just <laughs> I'm so intuitive. Mm-hmm. And if somebody's energy in the room is negative or bad or know. they have like a negative energy towards me, you I know. immediately pick up on it. And I just like I like constrict myself and like i have stomach problems for days literally and, like, like <laughs> it, it, and it's because of their their energy yeah and it's um, upsetting and yeah so i really fucking know ever since i was in college till now i've really noticed like whose energy that i want to yeah. be around in the room like whose energy that i want to keep around whose exactly. energy that i want that i want to um like spend my life being around so i i and i love your energy i loved it from the second i saw you at at buddha and now i'm just i'm so thankful that we're friends me too i just like you you honestly were the person that so i hadn't modeled like before meeting emma for a while and because i just had my own issues with it but when i shot with you you were the person that made me want to like start doing it again and like even have the confidence to be in front of a camera. I'm not even joking. You were so kind and welcoming. Please hire her. Um, welcoming. And you were just like, you would show me the camera and be like, here, like, look, like, this is what it looks like. And I'd be like, oh, okay. Now I know I can work on. And to have that patience and kindness in such a like literally fast paced world, it's rare and it's beautiful. And I hope nothing but like for you to thrive thank you you very much much. (laughs) to talk (laughs) i love you so much thank you for being on nmjc thank you for having me guys thank you for chilling us guys guys thank you for chilling with us this week (laughs) um and yeah we'll see you next time love you all much love (laughs) please be nice to your friends be nice to your family spend time yes love yeah love righty love (laughs) just love Thank Love you. you all. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yes. Nothing much, just a chillin'.